If you're a gambling person, roll the dice. Run your own amortization schedules. Look at your rental properties in your area and decide, is it worth rolling the dice that the market's going to continue to go? But you need to be calculating in, we have no clue where interest rates are going to go, when the Fed's going to start bumping them back up. And as soon as the Fed starts bumping them back up, house prices are going to reel themselves back in. guys and welcome back to the give it gas podcast where we talk about business and personal finance my name is travis i'm dylan got dylan and we're going to jump right in today is a personal finance day a technical personal finance day (laughs) and why because i went home last night and there was a for sale sign in my front yard (laughs) (laughs) which if you listen to was it our last podcast or the podcast before uh, it was yeah it was our last podcast last podcast yep yeah, okay. Yeah, it's Monday today. It's right. last okay. Sunday. So um, we put our house on the market. Well, we were in the process of putting our house on the market. It became official. He came and took pictures last night. The sign's there. And now I'm like, oh, crap. If we get an offer in the next few days, because everyone's getting multiple offers, usually unlike average houses, which is what we have is an average house, mm-hmm. actually maybe even a below average house. So it, it helps even more people. Um, be able to afford it. Uh, multiple offers are happening within like two or three days. So the issue becomes that my wife and I are working through right now is like go buy or go rent. So I there are emotional um, decisions to that as well that I don't want to take away from from anyone listening right now. But what I really wanted to do for people listening is talk about the actual like finance side of buying versus renting. Um, because we are a finance and like business podcast and th- that matters, right? A lot of people will say like, oh, don't rent. You're going to go throw your money away into renting, right? Yeah, which, which is honestly how I feel about it sometimes. So. Yeah, like uh, some my wife feels as well, right? Yeah. Or But then you have like Grant Cardone who owns hundreds of millions of dollars in um, properties across apartments and everything. Like if you're listening to the podcast, I guarantee you or watching this on YouTube, you know who Grant Cardone is. Um He says he will never own his own house. Like he rents wherever he lives. He just owns things that produce money for him, right? Um, So there's arguments from millionaires and 100 millionaires and everything on on both sides. So I just wanted to break it down for the average person listening because I think we have like your, your average person that's making anywhere from 50 grand to a couple hundred grand a year listening to this podcast. So what does it mean for them to go purchase first rent. So we're just going to jump right into it. Um, I talked with Dylan beforehand and I pulled some numbers based off of what I thought was average and what he also thought was average. So if you don't think I'm pulling average numbers, then uh, hit me up in the comments and yell at me and say I'm wrong. But I'm just going to assume it's like the numbers that we have are like the 100% the average numbers for our area. North Central, Central Florida. Florida. Ocala, so. Gainesville, everything. And I assume this is like any metropolitan area outside of a big city. Mm-hmm. If you're in a big city, this is probably even going <laughs> to, like this gets skewed even more. But I don't know if it does because like rental rates also go up in a big city. So like this scales in both directions to a degree. Yeah. Um, so we're just going to jump right in. I used a $350,000 mortgage for my calculations. Um, mortgage means after you put a down payment. I'm just going to assume P 
people are coming in with down payments on houses right now anywhere from three to five percent fha is three and a half percent you can do a conventional three percent if you have amazing credit or you can do a conventional five percent um, there's other routes like usda but um, there's income limits on USDA of like you can't make more than $86,000 a year as an entire household. There's all kinds of things. Um, but we're just going to say the average purchase price would be then about $375,000, which around here for a nice family home in a subdivision, you're going to pay about three hundred dollars to $420,000. My Easily. mom has her house on the market right now for $400,000, and it's like in a nice gated um, 55 plus community, right? Um, I'm not calling my mom old. She's young. We need to get her on here at some point, but she just lives in one of those communities. So that that's 400,000. Uh, Megan and I have been looking and getting into some of the nice communities in Gainesville. And I say nice, I just mean like your average, like if you think of suburbia, right? New builds are going for $350,000. So we're just going to assume you found a house for $375,000. This skews differently if you're able to go find your dream home for two hundred fifty grand, and then do the math to make sure this works. But for the people that don't want to do the math, I'm just going to quickly do the math for you. So you put five thousand or 5% down on like a $375,000 house, roughly. Um, we're going to say that you ended up with a mortgage of three hundred fifty grand. Now, what a lot of people don't like to talk about is amortization schedules, which essentially shows you what you pay in interest and what you pay in principal over the life of your mortgage, right? So a lot of people don't realize if they're a first-time home buyer that you pay way more interest on the front end of a mortgage than you do on the back end of the mortgage. Mm -hmm. So like it starts out and your monthly payment may be, well, actually we'll do it on this, on this house. So on a $350,000 mortgage, 30-year loan term, right? Most people are doing fixed 30-year loans. And let's just say your average interest rate is 3.1. Some people are getting it down to like the 2.9, 2.8. This skews it a little bit. But we're just going to say the averages. We're talking averages here. 3.1%. Okay, your beginning balance year one is $350,000. I pulled up a nice handy-dandy calculator online. Uh, the interest you're going to pay on that first year is $10,750. Interest. You are throwing that money away technically in interest payments, it's not going to the value of your house. You're not putting that into an asset. You're giving that money to the bank, right? You're only going to pay $7,000 on the principal that first year. The second year, it's 10500 in interest. Principal is 7400 Third year, 10200 in interest. Principal is 7600 Okay. So, and it slowly starts to do this over the course of years. So, Ultimately, what that means, and I'm only going to look at the interest because to me, the argument is you're throwing money away on a rental, right? Mm -hmm. So how much money are you throwing away on a mortgage is going to be my argument, right? Because obviously you're throwing money away on a mortgage at the end of the day. You're paying a fee to kind of bring it down and you could dive deeper into this, but I'm going to look at just straight throwing money away, not the long-term opportunity value, I'm going to say not cost of um, owning a home down the road. Because my other argument that I was going to get into later, but I might as well just say it now, I I think the average person listening is not going to stay in a house for more than five years anyways. I think most people think they find their dream home in 
jobs change, we don't know where the economy is going, all that kind of stuff. So we're going to base this off of you're only going to be in the house for a few years, right? So let's just look at year one, you're going to pay $11,000 in interest alone to the bank. That is money being thrown away at the end of the day, we're just baseline money being thrown away. Again, you could argue that it's not because you're you're paying the opportunity cost of owning a home, but baseline, you're throwing $11,000 away. That is $916 a month, just in interest payments, year one, right? So then I also pulled up realtor.com, went and found a $380,000 house, and I looked at some of the other monthly expenses in it, because you're not just paying for the principal and in, uh, in interest, you also have to pay property tax. That never goes away. Uncle mm -hmm. Sam is always going to get their money, you never fully own your home is what like super hardcore conservatives will argue. Like you always rent your property because if you don't pay your property tax, somebody's going to own your home at some point. Uh, you have home insurance. That's never going to go away as well. If you, especially while you have a mortgage, if you have a paid off house, it's a totally different thing. Run your own risk. But if you have a mortgage, you have home insurance, right? Mm -hmm. You're covering that mortgage. And if you only come in with three or 5% down, you also have what they call PMI, which is mortgage insurance. You pay insurance essentially to make sure that if you default on your loan, the bank is going to get paid back what they need, right? So you don't get to drop PMI until you have 20% equity in the house. FHA, you never get to drop it unless you refinance it, but we're going off of 3% and 5% conventional loans. As soon as you gain 20% equity in your house, you get to just drop that PMI. But for the first year or two or three, you're probably not going to gain 20% equity in the house. Yeah you actually probably in this market right now, but I'm going to have some assumptions at the end of this. But so according to realtor.com on this house, property tax rates are $250 a month. So we're already at 900. We just added $250 a month. Home insurance, $143 a month. These are averages. These are roughs. These realtor Zillow, they all have crazy data. So we're just going to take their averages. Mortgage insurance on that is $265 a month. So that brings between the $916 in interest and those other three, you're at $1,574 a month of not paying money towards your house, technically. Are you keeping up with me? Because mm -hmm. you haven't gone down this path. So for the no, people listening, Dylan has not gone down the purchase price or like the purchase option yet. You and um, Tiffany have been thinking about this and trying to weigh all your different options, but you haven't gone down this. So if you're sticking with me, <laughs> they're sticking with me. So I will say don't hit clear on your calculator because I'll try to put all these numbers into the video. Okay, somehow, that's so. perfect. Actually, that's a great idea. We'll build it out a little bit more. And hopefully in the video, if you're if you're listening to this on the podcast and you're still confused, go back to the video. We'll get it added in so you can actually see the calculations. That is brilliant. Oh, man, you're nuggets lately. Um, so you're... <laughs> I'm like, wait, what was the other nugget? Thinking about uh, mill out, we have the vault membership. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he the just card. got the... He just... Well, two things that... We just got uh, the vault membership activated on the mill out website. Right. He's like, what should we call the discount code? I was like vault unlocked <laughs> and then i don't know why he didn't think about the like vault membership card like a like when you come in store can you still get those same discounts i was like get a vault membership card like yeah i know <laughs> we were dealing with a lot yesterday we were we were but okay it was really good <laughs> all right so to jump back in um 1575 roughly you are throwing away to interest 
and miscellaneous payments that are never going to go away. Maybe PMI is going to go away, but property tax and stuff. We have been looking at, I, most likely, Megan's kind of looking as of last night, have been looking at rental properties. Most of your rental properties are going to be $1,600, $1,700, $1,800. Some of them are in the same, to get the same exact style house, you're actually looking at probably $2,100 in rent, right? Mm-hmm. But we are solely basing this off of your known costs, right? What do you gain with a rental? You don't have to fix anything if it breaks. You usually don't have to do lawn care. You don't have to worry about the market dropping. There's like a lot of things, whereas with a mortgage, you just bought a house, right? You're, you have to worry about all the lawn care. We haven't even talked about HOA fees. Like if you have H, some HOA fees around here, like 200, 300 bucks. So that yeah. would make the 17, 18, $1,900. And this gets even like of a closer of a shrunk thing. Um, so if you don't have an HOA, you're keeping care of your own property in some shape or form. So that's, I mean, if you can't mow the grass and weed it yourself, you're minimum paying $100 a month, right? Um, any plumbing issues, your AC, all that. We probably dropped probably two grand. No, maybe not. Maybe a thousand in just regular maintenance this past year. Mm-hmm. My mom's dropped a whole lot more on her house and it was a brand new build, unfortunately. So like you don't see those costs, but figure in like an extra hundred two hundred dollars a month and hold back they say if you own a rental property you should actually hold back like five grand into it Mm -hmm. for any maintenance Uh, but we're gonna say like a hundred two hundred dollars a month so without hoes hoes (laughs) hoas we're at seventeen hundred dollars add in hoas you're at two thousand dollars right so all right travis well you know you're still not gaining anything with a rental you're at least gaining something with a mortgage Yes, if you're going to stay there past, they say, like seven years. It doesn't stop dropping. Like, it doesn't get below 8000 until year 11, right? So you're still paying $8,000 in interest on year 10, year 11. Now, there's a lot of other things that go into this, but we're going to just name a few a few because I know a few realtors are gonna dog me on this when it all comes comes and said and it's done, right? Well, house prices are house prices are skyrocketing right now. Interest rates are the lowest they've ever been. This gets even worse if we bump interest rates where they should have been. Like our first house was at like a four point eight percent interest. If I do a quick four per, four point eight on this, it would have been. This gets stupid real fast. Instead of ten thousand, would have been seventeen thousand dollars in interest a month wow. or a, a year. Um, so you could argue like the market is through the roof right now. You're going to get in two or three years from now. It's still going to be running like crazy. You can make all that money back because we didn't even talk about closing costs, which are 6000 between four to six, maybe $7,000 that you have to pay up front. Mm-hmm. That's just washed money. That's to your lawyers for titling, your real estate commissions, all of that. And you have to pay them on the backside. If you sell the house, you're at least losing 6% just selling the house, right? So my argument right now, I'm just gonna get straight to the point because um, we gotta wrap this up. Uh, my argument right now is that at the end of the day, if you're not buying your dream home right now, the one that you look at your spouse and go, "That's it. This is it. This is we're gonna raise our children. We're gonna be in here for at least 15, 20 years." Then, honestly, at the end of the day, it's an emotional decision. Whatever you decide to do. Because renting is not going to cost much different 
than buying right now. And if interest rates start to go up, that's the same. Like it continues to go. So unless you can find a crazy deal, like a crazy, crazy deal on a house that's like 150, 200 grand, where interest rates are still two thousand or um, rental rates are still two thousand dollars in your market. Like this swings. But my whole point to the subject is I wanted to debunk the myth. I should have like carved out 45 minutes for this. <laughs> I wanted to de- debunk the myth myth that you're just throwing away money on a rental. Because we haven't even talked about the fact of what if mortgage prices or like house prices start to reel back in, mm-hmm. right? What if you start losing 3% a year instead of right now, everyone's gaining like 10%, 15% a year. It's insane. But on average, house prices go up about 3% a year. It was a safe place to park money. What if you start losing 3 4 5% a year, year after year for like a few years? And you get fired from your job or laid off or not even that. Let's look on the positive side. You get a better job opportunity across the country, right? More money. But you can't afford both houses. There's not enough rental market there to handle your mortgage payment. You have to sell this house and you're $20,000 in the hole mm. that you can't climb out. Like no one wants to talk about that either. So what yeah. I'm here to tell you today is on the financial side of things, if you're not a gambling person, you're better off renting, in my personal opinion. If you know that you're not gonna be in that house past eight years, seven years, you are honestly better off renting. Now, if you're a gambling person, and I like gambling not at the casino, but I love gambling on investments to a degree. (laughs) I gambled on this house and it ended up paying off. Right. Um, If you're a gambling person, roll the dice. Run your own amortization schedules. Look at your rental properties in your area and decide, is it worth rolling the dice that the market's going to continue to go? But you need to be calculating in, we have no clue where interest rates are going to go, when the Fed's going to start bumping them back up. And as soon as the Fed starts bumping them back up, house prices are going to reel themselves back in. I don't care what anyone says. That's that's what I would put my bet on. I could be wrong, but that's what I'd put my bet on. Anyone wants to bet me, I'll bet you a steak dinner. As soon as interest rates go up, house prices are going to reel themselves back in. There's going to be a part where like we constantly go through flows. So we can't run in the seller's market for forever. It's impossible. So you have to calculate that in and see if it was, makes sense because in all honesty, you come out net positive ahead in the first three years, just freaking renting. And you can have a lot less headaches and have a very nice place still. I think a lot of people think renting, you, you have to go get an apartment somewhere or something. Like I'm finding houses where it's like four bedroom, three bath, fully updated with pools and a nice gated community for $2,000, $2,100. And my wife looks at it and she's like, we are throwing that money away. When realistically, at the same purchase level, we're not. Now, us, we're actually trying to purchase way below $350,000. we are trying to find a deal and a hard time to find deals right now. We set our budget very low um, because ultimately we're going to turn this next property into a rental property. So this could be another discussion. We should make a topic of this another day about, well, what if I'm looking for rental properties? That changes things. Mm -hmm. That technically means you're holding onto this property past eight years because you're going to turn it into a rental property. That changes everything. But if you don't know what the next three years of your life looks like, if you don't know that you have a stable job, if you don't know like what your area looks like for the market, my personal opinion, someone comment me and tell me I'm wrong. You should be renting right now. Because at the end of the day, it's a whole lot less risk, especially if you're putting all your money 
into your business. Like let's jump to the business side of things. If you're a business right now, like trying to grow a business, you don't need the financial risk of what a house is. Cause we didn't even talk about like your roof going bad and having to spend 10 grand minimum to put a roof on your house, mm-hmm. right? Or your AC, five grand right out the door. Our washer randomly freaking started leaking. That was a thousand dollars, right? It's stupid stuff that like, if you're renting, you don't have to think about yeah. at the end of the day. But if you're going to hold on to this house, it is worth, I will argue, especially with interest rates as low as they are right now, go buy. It makes the world of a, of a sense. But if you don't know where your next five, seven years are, don't buy, go rent. Somebody want to argue with me? I'd love to argue with you in the comments. I will debate you till the cows come home because I can't debate my wife. She doesn't like debating. So I will debate anyone else that wants to debate. <laughs> come on this podcast. We'll get you on the podcast. Anyways, we got like a minute. You want to tell everyone what we're doing? Yeah, so... Um... Real quickly, we're making a Give It Gas website. Uh, what does that mean? It means you're going to get the chance to be able to grab some awesome merch from us. Um, plus, anytime we do a giveaway, we are planning to do a giveaway uh, here within the next month or so. Um, we'll start the or giveaway. Or release, yeah, release, release the, giveaway. the giveaway, what it is. And we're not going to be like those lamos where you have to buy merch to get entered. Yeah, no. Uh, it's going to we'll be release, wide open. We'll yeah, tell you all the yeah, stuff. Yeah, we'll release more details. I'm not being one of those freaking YouTubers. <laughs> I'm not being one of those. I refuse. I'm just going um, to give stuff away. <laughs> Legitimately. Yeah. So look look for that uh, sometime in the near future. I'm hoping after we get into the warehouse um, and everything kind of set up, we get the actual giveaway item. Uh, we'll get the we'll domain get the website, out there soon. Yeah, we'll get the website up and running. So cool. you guys will be able to see that. That's it, man. Yeah. Thanks for letting me come and chat today. (laughs) (laughs) We're excited and uh, we'll talk to you guys again here soon. All right. Peace.